Welcome to the Draft Champions Podcast. We're here today with, uh, well, we got Rick and Bjorn, but uh, we're here with... Uh, Hi. Hey. What's up? Hello, Zach. Take hey. us out to the ball game. Okay. Um, oh, no, we weren't going to do that. You're not, uh, you're not hosting anymore, Bjorn. So that's, that's a no from now on. Okay. Okay. Um, we're here with the Nikolai Nutsen, uh, high-stakes player on the NFPC <laughs> site. Uh, you said, uh, I know you did at least one main event. You did a whole bunch of OCs. Uh, I've been in, a, I think, one, one or two drafts with you at least. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks, Zach, for having me on. Um, nuts and close, Knutson, but we'll, you know, we'll allow it. I think it's close enough. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is awesome to jump on. Um, what uh, we're, I think we're in two OCs together. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Because I remember yeah. we can we can talk about that um, in in a bit. Because uh, I know uh, when I was doing when I was in the second, I remember that because I was in the second one with you. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at what you did in the first one. I'm like, okay, what do I need to do here? And we'll we'll get into that. But um, yeah. yeah, no, sorry, I, I didn't get the name pronunciation guy from Derek Butcher um, for the NFBC players. So I <laughs> what are you laughing about, Rick? What's so funny? Oh, I didn't. Was I on air? Oh, you're, you know, you're not muted. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I don't know what you want. Like, um, how do you, do you want, do you go by Nick or Nicholas? Uh, how do you, how do you want to? I- Typically Nikolai, uh, either one's fine. Um, I got to say, I, I'll apologize in advance if this is the like last episode of your podcast ever. I feel <laughs> like you guys are setting the bar super low here. So apologize well, to all the listeners. I mean, yeah, uh, I that's because of Bjorn, not you. Uh, that's just because of Bjorn. So. All right. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. You, you're an NFBC player. I don't know what to plug. So um, <laughs> so. Uh, usually there's something that they write, but I'll just, I don't know how to introduce you. So I'll just go, I'll just, I'll just um, recite this list. So myself, Patrick Ryan, Daniel Prepas, Timothy, Chase Baseball 2, Bjorn Masterson, uh, Roto Nate, The Guilds, Vlad Sedler, Rob Kremitola, Big Al Williams, Matt Modica, Mark Kiefer, Casey Amphasher, Curtis Jones, Ryan Rankin, Keaton Arneson, Anthony Brun. Kelsey Arneson, Zach Person, mm. Anthony S. Olson, Joseph Field, Chelsea Nutson. I'm assuming that's your wife, and um, Aaron Bendrickson. Those are your followers. That's it. So I just listed all of your followers. So that's, that's that took follow. even less time than I thought it was going to take. So yeah, that's and I think you got you got followed by Dr. Dave and Tanner Bell just since since we uh, since I made that list on the agenda. But that's so I just listed all your followers. Yeah. So and actually Chelsea, that's my sister and uh kelsey's uh my wife kelsey harnison so um but that's all right again no big deal okay so is, is keaton your brother-in-law yeah he is so keaton and uh uh kellen they actually both play in the nfbc they kind of introduced me to this this whole world to be honest with you so um yeah they're both my brother-in-laws they're also in a decent amount of leagues so Right so on. Zach, Zach, you just accused this man of uh incest <laughs> and it, uh, I, I, you know Let's clear it up. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I apologize. For <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Yeah. I apologize welcome. for the incest comment, but um, yeah, no, like uh, it was, I think it was um, one of your brother-in-laws that messaged that reached out to me when I, when uh, I said, who needs to be on this podcast? And like Nikolai needs to be, I'm like, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it in April. And um, yeah. So I, I appreciate stuck, being a good it. sport because I don't know why the hell you agreed to it, but I appreciate it. Why not? We're going <laughs> to make your life. We're going to make your life hell for the next hour in, in, in a bit. It's going to be insane. I know. I figure it's going to get weird, so I'm here for it. Okay. 
Cool. Zach, I, it just really rubs, rubs me the wrong way when you use that word insane. That's, that's, I find that offensive. What do you because mean? People, people say insane cash. People say this player is going insane this year. Like what's wrong with that? A, a teacher at school called me insane the other day and I, I, you know, it just infuriated me. I would have like almost spanked him in the hall. It's, it's very <laughs> offensive to oh people my. that, you Did know, you might actually it? be insane. You almost spanked a teacher? I, what? You almost, you see, you almost spanked a teacher? Is this sexual? Is what, what, what is going on? No, what? I, what? Go ahead. No, I I wasn't. I guess I I didn't mean to say that. I don't know why I thought that. Okay, uh, so you're saying you have an issue with the word insane? Come, come on, guy. What? All right. Okay, let's let's take let's Jeez. take your mind off this Bjorn. Let's. Do you have a Bjorn to be wild segment that we got uh, today? I hear we got another Bjorn Bjorn to be wild. Yeah, you know it. I got a question for Nikolai, but I got to wait for my music. Head up to the highway. All right, that was perfect. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. All right, Nikolai. So being a great fantasy manager involves you know keeping an eye on all sorts of stuff but I also think it involves you know keeping yourself in tip-top shape and Mm -hmm. I looked at your Twitter and it looks like you do that if I could only monitor one thing about myself to improve would it be would you recommend my my blood pressure or my cholesterol Mm. great question uh you know I think cholesterol I think that the diet's big man if you're if you're worried about Staying in shape, uh, you can go to the gym all day, but the diet's pretty important. Um, all right, thank you. And, and the reason I ask that is because, you know, at least dozens of times a day on Twitter, I see someone say something to monitor or keep worth monitoring, you know. And I'm a hall monitor and a teacher. I don't know if you know that about me. So I'm the best in the business at monitoring. And there's just too much to monitor right now, but 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 I will keep my eye out on that. So So thank you. And, and this has been going to be wild. Did you say blood pleasure a, minute, a moment ago? I think I think you said blood pleasure, but uh, okay. Uh, All right. Okay, great. That was um, horrible as usual. Uh, so Nikolai. Um, how many leagues are you in uh, this year? Yeah, so I am in, um, I think in the NFBC as a whole, I'm in, I want to say 18. And then I just have a couple, uh, you know, on ESPN or Yahoo through work and friends type of thing. So so I think 20 total maybe. Nice, nice. So sort of, yeah, sort of like you have a, Bjorn has a, a, a teacher's league as well. So sort of like that, I would imagine. You just probably just smoke that league every year. Like Bjorn always smokes his league. Yeah, it is because it's a shallow league too. I mean, obviously, you know, you can have a, a bad luck year right, with injuries, but typically it's just coworkers. Half of them aren't paying attention that closely. So it's it's pretty easy to to typically, you know, finish in the top two or three. But so how many OCs did you do? Uh this year I have 12, pretty sure. Um 
yeah, I think it's I think it's the same amount I had last year. I think I have the same as you, but I have uh, okay more other I have other I have other leagues. I have more than more than twelve, so I probably I probably I probably had you beat in the DCs, and you did yeah one, you you did one main. I did one main. That was my first this year. I was in in Vegas for it, uh, which was super fun. Um, and I know you're in a lot more DCs. I, I, you know, I, I don't think that's really my strong suit. I haven't done a lot of them, but, uh, the ones I have been, I definitely haven't fared too well so far. So I think I got to approach a little better going forward, but, uh, yeah, the OCs are kind of fun. I feel like I'm kind of addicted to them. I think, I think we joined one of the earlier ones together. Uh, one of maybe it was the deep Vlad one. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, I, I remember, I remember, um, cursing you out every uh and a couple picks there and that in that league and like man this guy's taking all the guys that i like and i'm like you're probably one of the people that i hate drafting uh with the most that i that i've drafted with this year yeah i think i remember you mentioning uh i think we had a few similarities just with was it maybe solaire rainy i think is another one maybe perhaps i thought i sniped you on rainy or i thought i sniped you on kennedy but then you got rainy so you got the last last laugh there um that was early oh, yeah. on, that was early on and like that when we were then when it was uh, close respect time in that draft, uh, I took yep. Kennedy and then you took Rainey. If I recall right after me, I'm like, ah, I probably sniped you there because Kennedy was going ahead of Rainey at that point. But because yep. um, he hadn't signed, yeah, you got the last laugh on that one. Maybe. Well, well, we'll I, see. He, we'll see. Rainey well, could fall off. You know, it's nice that he's got the job right now, but he could, you know, fall off the wheels here any day. So we'll we'll cross he's, our he's, fingers he's on that one. Pretty good, but uh, regardless, I've draw. I've already dropped Kennedy, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. Yeah. So what, what, do, what do you notice in the, what do you notice uh, strategically in these OCs that are different than the, uh, than like a 15 team or like the main event that you did? And by the way, your main event was like the league of death, essentially. You had, I think you had, you had Phil, Vlad, uh, Rob Silver, uh, from what I recall, at least in that, in that main. I don't think Rob was in that, but Phil and Vlad definitely were. And then, uh, you know, I don't know some of the guys um, outside of those two, but I think the guy that might be in first is in our league. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Lily, oh, I want to say you're right. No, Rob was in the league with Jenny Butler, and uh, I think um, Lord Dog. If I, I'm, I'm thinking of Lord Dog's uh, draft board for some reason. I'm getting getting mixed up. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. So, but I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, cool. I'm uh, going against you know the guy who's coming off what the greatest season ever, and then Vlad, who's obviously a great player and you know super knowledgeable. But uh, yeah, it was it made it more fun too. Um, I think to answer your question, in the OCs, I guess I think it definitely or at least for me. And again, I'm still trying to figure all this out, uh, playing for a couple of years, but um, you can get away with making take, maybe taking a little bit more upside, uh, maybe more consistently. Cause you know, we all end up dropping, I feel like quite a few players in those formats anyways. Yeah. And, you know, in the 15s, you know, obviously it's pretty slim pickings, right? When you're putting in those fab bids right now, it's not a lot of great options. You're obviously doing a lot of you know, hoping for speculative things that are going to come to fruition in the future. So um, you got to be a little more careful, I think, with with those picks. That you, each of them matters a little bit more, obviously. For sure. Yeah, I think that it's about the draft in the main event and it's about fab in the in the OCs, I think. Um, yeah, that in more so, more so. in the OC. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, talking about fab, um, who'd, you, who'd you pick up uh, so far in your leagues? So far, uh, I think in OCs, the ones I hammered the most so far would be, you know, I got to be honest, Brash. Uh, I think I just did my draft that day in Vegas. And one of my brother-in-laws was freaking out about Brash. He's like, have you seen this guy? Have you seen his stuff? It's ridiculous. And I was like, honestly, I have no idea who the hell he is. Um, <laughs> and 
he went in my main too. And I remember hearing the name, I'm like, honestly, I don't know who that was, but obviously he looks phenomenal. And uh, I did, I think fortunate enough, got him in, I want to say seven of the leagues. Um, wow. Not for too bad a price. I, at least I didn't think from what I saw some of the bids. Oh, so um, you picked him up in, uh, in, in fad. I did. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I didn't, I never went in the triple digits for him because I was like, I'm not going to go, you know, all in still for a guy who I don't know hasn't even started really in the, uh, in the pros. He looked great in spring, but um, yeah. So I think I hammered him a lot. Uh, got some Merrill Kelly early. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, I think I got Lodolo um, who you know, didn't fare super well yesterday, but um, any hitters closers. Yeah. Um, you know, in the main, I guess it's worked out so far. I, uh, I picked up Daniel Bard. Uh, like the first week before he started getting saved, just hoping he'd be the guy, you know, it feels like he's maybe got the most talent, but he could also be terrible. Um, but so far, I mean, I've gotten a couple saves and a win out of it. So it's worked out, but in the actual OCs, I think, um, man, I don't, you know, I don't think I have hit on any of them. Um, I was kind of kicking myself for maybe not going after Duran last week. Cause I feel like this week it's gonna, you know, uh, the, Mark, the Mark Cerebro tax this this week, <laughs> right? It's it might cost a pretty penny if you if you want to take that speculative because it's still not guaranteed he's the closer. But it's not guaranteed. Like I'm not gonna like I think triple digits is a bit much for him still. Like yeah, even even like how good he is. What like is Mark, Mark is Mark Cerebro the the gecko? Yes, Jordan. He is okay. It's gecko, yeah, all gecko all his injury. tweets lately have been saying. Um, yeah, follow me, follow me, like he's a the Pied Piper or something. But I have to admit, I do follow him. No, he's a he's a good follow. And you know, sometimes the high stakes uh, an, um, guys are better analysts than the actual so called analysts. So it's um, like it's like a free information on the Twitter. I, I like him. It, it's good to follow. Yeah, Gecko Industries on Twitter. Give him a follow. Um, but you, know, you got to be careful with him. He's sort of like kind of like me, where like you he, he'll give you he'll sprinkle some information, but you got to weed out what, uh, what he really means because he, he'll sometimes try to hype up players like um, Josh Lowe when he's not going to be after him. Um, and uh, I think he's, he's got, he's got Duran in all of his leagues, which um, I think is a smart play, but what, he, what he's doing now is he's hyping up Duran like crazy because he knows that anyone that's going to pick him up now is going to have an improved team and a better chance of winning. So he wants those teams to have spent more of their money. So he wants it to be more competitive because he's already secured Durant, which is smart. Uh, so I, I think that's that's basically his angle right now, which um, I'd do the same. But um, I picked up Durant in one of the main events. Did but, you? Okay, nice. But I'm not, I don't think I'm willing to, I'm not, I'm not gonna, like, there's a couple other leagues that he's available in. I'm not gonna blow my brains out with him. Um, what he cost you? I'm just curious. What, he cost me in the 30s. Mark Mark oh, yeah, Cerebro was in my other main event. He, I, I think I was the backup bid to, to his. Like I, I would have got him in too if not for Mark. But uh, I think he he had fifty. He bid fifty something to my like twenty something in that league. But um, sure. yeah, it wasn't too expensive this week. It, it's going to be more expensive this week. But I still don't. I still don't see it being like, worth triple digits. And yeah, and it's uh, it's the Twins. I'm a Twins fan, honestly. And Baldelli, it's you know hard to trust. Uh, you, know, you saw how I used even a good pitcher with Rogers. It wasn't always like it was his full-time gig. So I'm not convinced it's just his job and nobody else is going to get a piece of the pie. I still, you know, right on. So,
So, Rick, you got a segment going on here? I thought you had one. Uh, you mean uh, – sorry? I don't want to leave you out. I thought you had a segment plan as well. Well, I do. Yes, I've got a brand new segment, and uh, I need to get the, the music ready for it, but it's a new segment that we are going to debut, uh, debut this week of mine, and it is going to be called, much like my last name, The Dog Pound with Rick Poundstone. Uh, should I do it now? Well, yeah, I don't think we can wait any longer for this. I'm very excited. Okay, yeah, I'm on the edge of, my, edge of my seat over here. I'm not going to lie. It's catchy. Hi, this is Rick Poundstone, and it's time for the Dog Pound with Rick Poundstone. Did you ever notice something called the Channing Tatum effect? Now, what do I mean by this? Uh, in the fantasy baseball world, everybody is obsessed with guys like Akil Badu. Uh, you know, guys like that, that look hot, well, you know, look, uh, have a good look, um, a cool name. I mean, let's face it, Akil Badu is a cool name. I don't think any of us here on this panel have that kind of name, you know. Uh, Akil Badu has the body of an Adonis, and, uh, you know, it's good. And you look at the fantasy baseball community, and they love guys like that. They have a good body, they have a cool name, and all these guys blow their damn wad because all they want to do is just get these cool guys they're after, even if they can't even really hit major league pitching. Now, I kind of equate this with something like a Channing Tatum, uh, the Hollywood actor. Does he look like a million bucks? Absolutely. Would I have, or I mean, would I, do I find him an attractive man? Yes, I do. Uh, is he a good actor? Fuck no. Um, this guy, you know, is a big lunk. He's an idiot. Uh, but all the, the girls and the guys love him. So basically, in a kill Badu is a Channing Tatum. What I am more into is the Steve Buscemi's of the uh, fantasy baseball world. And what do I mean by that? Well, you look at Steve Buscemi. Um, I can't imagine a woman on earth would say, yes, please deflower me, you know, to Steve Buscemi. Um, he's an ugly cuss. However, he acts his damn ass off. Yes, he does. I love Steve Buscemi. And if you look around the big leagues, I look at somebody like Charlie Blackman. Normal name. I mean, you can't Joe Smith, Charlie Blackman, same thing. Uh, he looks like a damn caveman, ugly as sin, but he gets the job done, just like Steve Buscemi. I think if the fantasy baseball community went after guys like Charlie Blackman and Steve Buscemi instead of sex excuse me, Channing Tatum, they'd be better off. This has been the Dog Pound. I'm Rick Poundstone. That was great, Rick. Rick, thanks, thanks very much. That was a great segment. And um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I'm not a, a Channing Tatum guy when it comes to um, drafting um, in, in regards to Akil Badu. Uh, Nikolai, are you... Um, are you Channing or are you uh, Buscemi? Ooh, 
Great question. Never had put a lot of thought into it, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lean uh, Buscemi. Uh, he's, he's had some great roles and, uh, you know, looks aren't everything. So I'm with Rick here. You are? What do you, what do you think? He's muted. There he goes. Um, you know, looks aren't everything, but, but they don't hurt. So, and what does that mean? What does that mean? I I, I kind of like a kill Badu. Jesus Christ. Come right. on. He's going to get sent to the minor legs. Come on. Yeah, well, you know what? There's uh, Grossman just got injured, right? So Akil Badu. Um... He'll be back tomorrow. I just saw a report. He hopes he'll be in the lineup tomorrow. Akil Badu. Okay, so yeah, when, when Green's back in a couple, it's going to be a month before he comes back, but. um. How's how's Badu starting off? He, he got off to a kind of slow start, but he has a home run, right? Yeah, he had a bomb yesterday, I think, and uh, but I'm pretty sure that average is pretty awful right now. I think he was hitting like a hundred or so. Um, but yeah, I think he did hit his first homer of the year. But he's in bat, and unfortunately, I think a lot of people thought he was going to lead off, right? Uh, I wasn't sure about that. No, I'm not saying, but yeah. I mean, I think in spring he was, and last year he did a decent amount, but now he's. I think that Meadows trade kind of. Right. Maybe shifted some things being, you know, with the lefty. And I think Badu's been hitting eight or ninth. So, yeah, I wasn't really sure even before the uh, Meadows trade where he was going to hit. You never know what's yep. going to happen. I think it's more a guy like that. It doesn't really matter where they're putting him in spring. It's, it's going to, it's going to depend on his performance uh, during yep. the year. And um, he's not like a guy like, um, like a, like a Tyler O'Neill or like a T Oscar or something like that, who's entrenched in that lineup. Like, Regardless yep. of where he's starting in the lineup, if he's batting first or seventh, like his leash is so short, uh, it doesn't matter uh, where he's going in the spring. Like it could be a week, two tops before the manager's moving him around based on his performance in the in in, in the regular season. No, I totally agree with that for sure. I don't know if he keeps performing like this, like you said, uh, or maybe Rick said it. You know, is he going to even stay up the whole year? Um, I mean, yeah, I think he's got a lot of raw talent, but. That's a legit concern, and all, and, uh, all these rookies or um, prospects or some of these players have um, have experience. J. Rod, Witt, Kalenic, um hit home run today. Adele, Torkelson, they've all started very slow, and uh, these are guys that could like their lineup spot could change very quickly. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, these guys? Did you go after any of them in drafts, and um, which one or two or three are you are you? Do you have a like? Give a level of confidence that is a little bit higher on some of them than the others. Yeah, you know, honestly, um, Wit I didn't go after early on. Um, you know, which would have been probably the smarter thing, right? Because I think early on he was hitting around that 80, 90 range. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he was in that. Yep, I think sort of ADP. Um, and then obviously, once you know, talks get out that he's you know likely making the team, he's tearing it up in spring. That bolts up, and he's you know. Um, costing a lot more. So I, I felt like I was missing out. So I had to join a few OCs, I think just to grab them, but um, <laughs> well, well, you know. that's, that's why that's how the ADP moves because um, For sure. who was, who was it that was talking on a podcast recently? They said, um, they said, well, um, I needed to, um, I wanted to, I, I went in a draft and I didn't get them. I think it was the bases loaded with George and Mike. And they're saying like, I, dr- I joined another draft because um, maybe it was, them. I forget. I listened to so many, but um uh, to get him, but then somebody jumped him on me. So I had to join another DC to try and get this player. And then he jumped, <laughs> yeah. he jumped again. So that's how the ADP that's, it's not like, um, they're moving because like of a, of an actual reason. It's just people just 
it's sort of like FOMO as, as the draft season goes on. And that's, I think that's a big reason Buxton got moved up because like everyone's like, I want to share Buxton. So I'm going to take him in round three. And then, but there's two other people in that draft that say that are thinking the same thing. And you're like, fuck, I didn't get right. it. And, then you have to go round and you two. recognize the names too, right? You, you start to draft with a few of these people and you're like that, you know, that yeah. guy's probably going to, you know, jump around early. So it's like, if you, if you want wit, you, like you said, you almost had to grab him in round three at a certain point, but yep. um that's exactly but, what happened to me in the, main, in the main event. I did three mains, third one. I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to share with because, yeah, I don't know. It's like he's the rookie. He's a rookie, and and it's sort of like a bad play. But there's an overall component, and I think he's like he, he just has such a good fantasy skill set. And I had Gialdi behind me in round like he was on the four, uh, three four turn. I'm like, he's not coming back to me if I if I leave him to round four three four. So I had to take him in round three, and I took him in round three. Fuck it. Yeah, and he could – I mean, obviously, we've seen him – I think he got his first steal a couple of games ago. You see the speed. Um, obviously, struggling at the plate a little bit right now. I mean, your initial question with him and, like, J-Rod, you know, do you have any optimism, I guess? I think um, – I guess I kind of trust J-Rod's hit tool. I mean, I know both have been bad so far more, like, just long-term. But I think Witt hitting second, to me, it feels like he's maybe got a little longer leash. Um you know, I think Kyle Lewis is awful, but he is going to come back. And, you know, would they ever, for some reason, send J-Rod down if he continued to kind of stay up with the slow start? I, I don't know. I don't think they should. Um, but. Um, you keep you keep mentioning leashes, and and we keep leashes and whips are for the bedroom, not for fantasy baseball. Oh, my God. What is this about? Where did this come from, Bjorn? You guys keep... T- Talking about leashes and stuff. Not everything has a meaning that you want to derive. Things just. Are you, are you saying that I heard uh, Mr. Zach say something about a kill the do having a short leash, which means typically he probably will get pulled from the lineup quickly because he doesn't have a track record. Now, what the hell are you insinuating, Bajorn? Okay, I don't. All right. you, got, you got no answer. He's, he's tongue-tied. I bet he is. Sorry. He's tongue-tied. I was mistaken. Okay, that's okay. Weird. So, let's uh, let's move on. So, did, did, you, did you answer, Nikolai? Um, you, you think J-Rod might be the best bet of those guys? You know, I just like long-term, I, I trust him. He, by the way, I think I did, I knew he was fast, but I was looking the other day and I think he's like 98, 99th percentile in speed. So, I mean, he's obviously really fast. And I think he's actually got a couple steals already too. Um, he's doing today. Yeah. I think I saw that too when I was on lunch, but um, he, yeah, I, I think if I had to trust him, it's probably which is because I trust that, you know, they're going to keep him around um, a little bit more. And I probably just like that. He's going to have third, you know, and, he probably should steal, you know, 20 bags as long as he's healthy, you know, with obviously an upside of, you know, 30. So um, I probably lean with, I just think the hit tool with J rod is he's kind of got this, you know, Juan Soto has got a, a high bar set there, but he's got this Juan Soto vibe to me long-term maybe. All right. What about Adele? Were you, were you in on Adele in any drafts and he's kind of worrisome right now. He is. Yeah. Honestly, he would be the one I probably felt like, I was targeting the most because, you know, you felt like he's going to be up right away. 
um, ended pretty strong last year, right? Um, but definitely not the, the start you'd like to see. And then plus he looks completely lost in the outfield. So, um, you know, I'm a little worried Madden's going to, I don't know, maybe start taking more and more bats away from him here. So, yeah, they got uh, Turner Ward that uh, is going to come back. Not Turner, Taylor Ward um, coming back soon. And they said he's going to uh, play full time and you got Marsh there. So, yeah, the playing time, the defense, um, the strikeouts, like everything's working against him. But his price in drafts were just, was just so good. Like even like when the draft season was coming to a, an end in the last week, you saw J-Rod move up to like the fourth, fifth, sixth round, somewhere around there, depending if you had to have a league in your draft. Um, who was taking him in the fourth, but um, I just thought like you compare, like, I know like Adele, like in theory, he's not going to hit for as good of an average um, according to, I guess the, the experts and how they've graded his tools, but yep. like just power speed that late, like J rod in the, like J rod in the, the six or like the eighth or ninth when he wasn't even confirmed to be up versus Adele, who's definitely going to start in the major leagues power speed as well. Um, maybe more power hits the shit out of the ball and these prospects, they just don't, they don't really fail. Like the, the, the analysis is so good these days. Like when's the last guy that really failed? Like Buxton was failing for a while, but he figured it out. So I think it's more yep. of an if rather than a when with these guys, like Robles is still like, we're still hoping on him, but like the battered ball profiles of Robles and Adele are night and day. Robles hits it. Like Adele hits the ball, like way harder than Robles. He's just better, better, batter, better, 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 batted ball profile. Absolutely. Yeah. Benjamin. <laughs> What? Oh, I said Vita Vita Benjamin. It reminded me of the old uh, Lucille Ball skit back in the day because you went like mud 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 couldn't say. Uh, <laughs> how old are How old are you, Rick? Did you, did you watch Lucille Ball? Thirty-one. Well, you know, I uh, a lot of Nickelodeon. Yeah, I, a lot of Nick- Nickelodeon. Uh, well, my sister and I used to watch Nick at Night, yeah, and uh, yeah. Right. Uh, what about um? What was that? Mad Max or what was it? What was it? Oh, Get Smart. Did you ever watch that? I've never heard of that in my life. Agent uh, eighty six and ninety nine. I think I don't know. I used to watch that all the time. Nick at Night. You never. Heard I of love that? Lucy. Is from the fifties. I don't know what you're speaking of. Uh, never heard of Desi. Get Smart. I don't think anybody watched that program. But Desi Arnaz, uh, Ricky. It what a great show, and she was a. A ginger redhead bombshell. What I would have done to who? Now, now. Sorry, honey. I think Gets More was 60s and 70s, maybe. Yeah, that's about right. Anyways, we're we're off on a tangent. So let's let's get back. So any any other um I, go ahead. I agree with you on Adele, by the way. I because he was the one, you know, going around 200. And I think he feels like he's been around so long, but he's only what 23. And I feel like he hasn't had a real shot at just consistent ABs yet. And kind of ended strong. It'd be nice to see if they just gave him a shot here and, you know, kind of see if he can find his groove. I feel like it's kind of messing with his confidence possibly too, but. Oh, it has to be. But yeah, I think the profile is there for, like you said, 25, 15. I mean, um, yeah, I guess, but we'll see. Like you said, with Ward coming back, I don't know what that's going to do either. Sort of um, unexpected, at least to me, that the, the hitters are struggling and the, and the young pitchers are, are doing so well. Hunter Green, Brash, um, 
a lot of young, a lot of young pitchers um, are, are looking really good. Mackenzie Gore looks like he's going to be up. Um, yeah. He's, I think he's added in most leagues. Uh, who's a rookie or not necessarily a rookie, but well, not a prospect that, that uh, isn't in the major leagues right now that, that you're, that's on your watch list the most. That's that you're watching the most. Ooh, good question. Um, that's not, a, I mean, honestly, which is probably the, the easy one, but I would say Gore. I mean, I know you just mentioned him, but yeah, I was just, don't say Gore. Sell- he's, he's, he's owned in all the leagues anyway. So most for like the, the vast majority of leagues. So I'm talking about someone that you're, that you're like sort of watching to pick up. Yeah. Um, trying to think here. Um, Let me tell you mine. I have zero fit. What's that? I'll give, I'll give you, I'll give you a name. Great. Well, I like, I mean, Grayson Rodriguez is somebody that I've always liked. Uh, you know, Baltimore is obviously a pretty terrible team, but I know he's been killing it already uh, in AAA. And I think he could, you know, even on that team, you know, make an impact for some fantasy managers. So um, I'll see Max Meyer. He's been killing it. He has. He's looked really good um, at the Marlins. They, it's crazy the, uh, the depth they have with young pitchers, right? And they have no hesitancy to bring people up. I think he's going to be the next um, big uh, fab piece. Yeah, um, you're probably right. I mean, he's, and he's throwing like, I mean, doesn't he hit 9,800? Yeah, and they, I think Edward, Edward uh, Cabrera is uh, injured right now. So it was sort of like a dead heat between those two. And I don't even know. I'd have to pull up the rotation. Like, what does the rotation look like? I know it's top heavy with um, – excellent pitchers but i'm just gonna pull it up right now uh right the rotation looks like they got uh alcantara lopez rogers hernandez Lazaro. okay that's a pretty good rotation but like i could see i could easily see them replace hernandez with um max meyer yeah anytime. i was gonna say i think if if one of those guys drops out it's it's probably uh hernandez just i think he even had a, a rough first start but Lazardo obviously you know, kind of kept up the, the spring training uh, hype train with his first start, which was ridiculous. But Lizardo's a, a league winner. I guess he's going to um, likely struggle in the wins category, but he's easily a league winner. You can you can see it unless he unless he gets hurt. Like that's you bingoed it if you got Lizardo. For sure. He uh, he's you know, we talked about, you know, I was like, oh, I got to jump in and get some width. Uh, you know, I did too, too many OCs before the Lizardo you know, velocity reports came out and stuff. And I definitely made it a point to, to grab a few of them. I grabbed them in my main because, uh, yeah, he's obviously was a huge prospect, but he's looking the part. And I watched that start the other night. And, yeah, you could just see it. It just was clicking. Just Yeah, we'll get into some um, – I'm going to talk about some velo changes and some um, mix changes. And he's just a guy that just pops pops out of that chart. Like Just looking at the – I know it's a super small sample size, but we'll get into it. But he just – he pops – um, there's a couple of guys that pops and he, he's just so obvious. Um, Zach. Yeah. You were talking about young pitchers and it made me think of, of these people taking all these, these winning laps they're running on, uh, about, uh, uh Jake McGee, but then he was actually, he's been outdone by a young pitcher Doval. Right. It just made me think, you know, the, the old guy, they were taking all these winning laps and on, on McGee and it, it just looks like a, uh, maybe like a tortoise in the hair type of thing where they, they, they were running too early. Right. So um, would you like, is this a winning lap for you that you knew and like, you think they should just take a, a walk of shame now? 
Ooh, yeah, I like that. A walk, a walk of shame. Yeah, and they could they could ring a bell, uh, like on that show. What show? I think it was uh, the Game of Thrones. Yes, uh, shame, 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 shame. They I've never say. seen. I've never seen Game of Thrones, guys. Holy Christ, Zach! <laughs> no, I've never seen. I've never seen an episode. You are in for it if you like breasts. Sign up. Watch. <laughs> yeah. Do you like breasts, Rick? Am I allowed to? Do you? Do you like? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Bjorn? I don't know about Bjorn. Bjorn, what are your feelings on breasts? Um, I've I've got a pair of them. I, I'm a fan. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Jesus. All right, what do we got? We got, um, did, you, did we do Bjorn's Beats yet? Speaking of uh, no. laps. No, we did not. Okay, that's on the agenda too. I don't know how the hell this got on the agenda, but what is this? I don't even know what it is. Bjorn, you wanna? It's my insider segment. So I, when I get inside news, I would share it in this segment. Um, yeah, Bjorn's Beats. <sighs> And uh, we will start that here in a moment, gentlemen. You got a, okay. You got a, you got a song? Go ahead. All right. Thank you, Rick. Yes. Uh, Bjorn Speed. So sometimes I get insider information from, and this is actually from my my ex-wife Lexi and sometimes she gives me information from different baseball players she's able to to get inside them or inside their heads <laughs> and I don't know she she always said she would just like wrestle with them so she talked about different uh lex 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 lexual positions Lexi would get into and anyway she was with um hanging out with Daniel Vogelbot and and they were I don't know they were wrestling around and somehow he, he crushed her in some sort of wrestling maneuver. So I don't know what his, his health might be or what is, you know, if he's going to get in some sort of trouble for injuring her, but just keep an eye out on Daniel Vogelbot's um, availability. And, and this has been um, the Bjorn beat. So you mean you mean to tell me that because your ex-wife had a sexual exploit with Daniel Ro Robot Vogelbaugh, you know you have insider information? I don't think that's what she's doing. She, she said they're le lectual because her name's Lexi. I I never thought about that. Lectual. Gee, this guy, I don't know a bigger chump. Oh, Rick, I don't know about you, Rick, but I, I found that very valuable. Um, Vogelbach is now definitely off my radar for Fab. I know he was leading off, so I don't know what you take. Like, do you take the line, like the lineup analysis, like mining the lineups, or you take the the Bjorn's beat? Like, I, I'm I'm going Bjorn's beat. I don't care about mining the lineups. Nikolai, Nikolai, what do you think? Yeah, I'm Team Born. Yeah, same. Thanks, Bjorn. Yeah, great stuff, Bjorn. My pleasure. Sharing is caring. All right. Good. Um, 
So uh, I want to end this off on looking at some VLO changes. And I know Mark Cerebro is doing a great job on Twitter. Again, give him a follow. Um, and um, Zach, Zach, I just want to, I want to interrupt you one second okay. here. Um, Rick, if you could just edit this out, but um, you know, we each had a couple of segments here and I don't want Graham to feel left out when he comes back. So I was thinking we could, I don't, and you know, I'm not the boss here, but we could maybe have a section for Graham and we'll call it um, shrimps gimps. And he'll talk about people that have been injured in the last day or two. So people can set their lineup, um, you know, and just keep people informed. For instance, Alex um, Kirilov, those wrists are acting up. I know I've been keeping an eye on those and he has some serious wrist problems. So Graham could have told us about that. I, like hey, I, I have another idea. How about shrimps pimps where uh, we highlight a major league ball player who's snuffing your ex-wife. Huh. <laughs> That what about what, is, about what about shrimp simps? Where like we have all of uh, Graham's fans uh, that just like worship him on on the show. That I, sounds good. Yeah, that that might work. I think Yancey has a lot more fans than than Graham, but I'd like to change that because Graham's a great great guy. I think I think Yancey is a fan of Graham. Is it wasn't it the other way around. I I think everyone should be a fan of Graham. I thought like um, Yancey was like a Graham groupie. I think Yancey's an overall groupie, kind of. Doesn't it appear that way? Like he's a fantasy groupie? Sort of like that movie. Um, what was that movie with, um, with um, Goldie Hawn's daughter? I have no idea. Ooh, Kate Hudson? Yeah, Kate Hudson with, um, with the Elton John's playing, song playing at the end. What's that movie called? Where they're Ooh. just groupies? Oh yeah, almost, the band. Almost famous. I yeah, think. almost famous. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Rick. If you could just edit this out because it's kind of behind the scenes um, stuff. I was just thinking about Graham and Alex Kirloff and his wrists. And all right, thank you. Sorry, Zach. All right. Yeah. Before we get to, so before we get to the below stuff, um, I want to ask Nick, Nick Live, San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Bjorn. I'm, I said Giants, but I don't, frankly, I don't give a shit. Um, I think they got something what like something's going on with them. Like they just do great things with pitching. It's like almost like a cheat code, isn't it? I said I said this before the season started. Like all their their entire staff man. Like they're no, you're right. It's it's insane. They uh they definitely know how to uh develop, you know the Rondone, like we can get I don't know if you want to get into him at all, but we will. that's one guy I wish I probably had more of. Obviously he has the injury concern, but man you watch that first start and it's like, he's going to also be a league winner. We talked about that with Lizardo, but if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, I think it all looks very nice right now with Rodon and Kershaw. You might have some FOMO, um, yeah. but I don't know, like Rodon, Kershaw, those are guys I didn't have any of. I did end up getting a couple um, Rodons and DCs later just that because I do so many, but they gotta be, they still gotta be avoids overall for me. Like, um, I don't know, like they look great, but. We'll see what happens. But to your point, I mean, uh, outside of him, obviously, Webb, who also I could be dead wrong on. I didn't buy into, you know, how he ended last year and he had a phenomenal start last night. He might just be, you know, an ace in the coming. And then Alex Cobb's throwing, what, two miles an hour faster. And uh, yeah, it's just crazy the work they do with these SPs, it seems like. Yeah, so actually the one thing that I wanted to ask you at the beginning that we sort of glossed over was um, like, I know you have a lot of Solaire. And like when I was when I, when I was doing the OCs with you 
And Solaire was was one of the guys that I really targeted this year just because of I, I feel the projections are are just light on him because they're not factoring in um well they are factoring in that the first half of last year when he was in Kansas City and uh yep. he, he just looked terrible. But like yep. if you look if you look at um what was it 2019 and then the end of 2021, like he's just like he's got like 50 home run power and now he's been he's batting leadoff. Um, I guess yep. we, didn't know, we didn't know that throughout all draft season, but still like he was gonna get a primo, like he was gonna get he was gonna be in a position to accrue a lot of stats uh with with wherever he was going. He's he was going to get that opportunity. Um anyways, long story short, I, I loved him. Uh, I thought he was undervalued. Um, but he was still following because he he, he doesn't he doesn't get you the roto categories that everyone sort of drools over. But anyways, um, he's, uh, I, I target a lot in drafts, but you took him like super early in, in the, in the first OC. I think you took him in like in the one sixties and yep. that's, 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 that's particularly early for, for the OCs because the OC sort of the ADP by position sort of goes a little bit differently in the twelves and the fifteens. Like for example, I feel like the, the corner infield is a little bit um, you can wait on corners a little bit longer in the OCs because there's going to be decent. There's going to be a couple of decent uh, first basemen that fall like to like near the end, like uh, Nate Lowe or Torkelson or um, or um, even Luke Voigt, who went to the you know Padres. He was going later. Bingo, yeah, like all these guys. Like it didn't run it. Like first base ran out in the 15s, and you're like stuck with like Sugo or like Telez or something like that that you're not really confident with. Yeah, it, was, it was a little bit different, right? And uh, my point was like my point is. Solaire was falling a little bit further in the OCs. Like it, like he'd often go past 200, even near the end. Um, yep. You took him in the one sixties, And when, when we did the second OC, I'm, I, you know, I have my book on everyone and I, I said, okay, not uh, Nikolai's going to do this and that. Like, I know you like, you like, uh, I know you like Pavetta and you liked, uh, I think Bader's one of your guys. I'm just going off the top of my head here. Solaire was definitely one of your guys that stuck out because I think you reached on him the most. And mm-hmm. when we were in the draft, I'm like, okay, I got to a point where I'm like, okay, if I don't take Solaire here, I'm not getting it. And I'm like, but then I think there was another, there are other players that I just couldn't pull the trigger on Solaire before, but then you, you ended up getting him again. So other than Solaire, um, first of all, why'd you like him so much? And other than him, who else were your, like, were your guys this year? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, so I got to give my, my brother-in-law Keaton credit for the Solaire stuff. So you know, we sit there, we have like a, you know, group text. We sit there and we're just BSing about baseball day. Right. And he was talking up Solaire kind of before the season started, he was like pointing out kind of what you mentioned with that second half adjustment. And I hadn't really dived into it too much. Um, but obviously we know he can hit the ball, you know, as hard as anybody. Um, but was really impressive was just kind of looking at watching that K percentage drop down and then his walk percentage increase. Yep. So it's like his approach was totally different and obviously that goes a long ways um i know he's gotten off to a slow start right now but the walk percentage i think is still really good he's just swinging and missing a ton so far but um i'm still confident that the guy we kind of saw in the second half into the you know postseason where you know he's winning mvp of the world series right um so that was that was kind of my takeaway was you know if you're if you're waiting on some power later even though like you said 160 was you know a reach I truly thought this guy's got, you know, 40 to 50 home run power. Um, I kind of buying into what he did last year. So kind of just went all in on it. So. Unfortunately, it's a little bit of a slow start for him, but it, you know what? I think people are over, people are overreacting like crazy already to like just super yeah. small sample sizes, even with those prospects and rookies, like it's still less than a it's week. It's what, man. six, seven games, you know, it's, it's, Relax. it's super early. 
Yeah. Um, but a couple other guys, you asked a few other, you know, he was one. Um, I think my guys that I rostered the most was him, uh, Josh Bell, a uh, lot of Buxton. I think I, I think I had Buxton in maybe like 60 or so percent of the leagues. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was, I hammered him early when he was, you know, at a better bargain. So, you know, again, if he stays healthy, that's, we all know that's the thing. He, he's going to pay off. Uh, it's just a matter, you know, does he actually 145 games or not? So, um, but yeah, those Buxton, three. What's the, thing with, the thing with Buxton, and I know Ricky is not a fan of Buxton. I, um, I, I had a bone to pick with him. I saw he uh, sent sort of a harsh tweet about, uh, you know, replacing the, the B with an S on his last name. So I was kind of wondering what's up with that. Yeah, yeah, I call him Suxton, and that's because he's never been healthy uh, really his entire career. And I don't care how good he is. You know, go back to, if you would, go back to the Channing Tatum segment that I had at the beginning of this. Byron Buxton, you know, I, I'm not going to say it myself, but my wife would say she'd sit on his face, okay? <laughs> uh, you know, he's a good-looking guy. He has a cool name, uh, but... <laughs> He can't play. He's never healthy. Buck, dad, buck daddy. Right. Give me that boxing. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Maggie, man. Like, I don't get it. Like, when he was going around four or five, like, it's it's insane. You're basically betting on a perfectly healthy, like, 28-year-old. 28 year if you're fading him in around four or five, you're basically betting that he's going to get seriously injured, which I guess he has every year. <laughs> but um, Right. But the fact that the fact of the matter is, is like the contract's so incentive laden to stay healthy. Like if I were him, it'd be worth it to pay like a nutritionist or or someone, um, like some sort of like health person or workout guy, um, like a million bucks or pay him on pay him on commission to keep him healthy. He got yeah. injured last year eating meat. Yeah, exactly. Are you, are you familiar with uh, meat eating meat eating injuries, Bjorn? No, no, I I always um, have it in small, manageable bites, and I, I don't know what his deal is, but I know he, he hurt his tooth on, on a piece of meat. Oh, I just want to clear up what Zach is saying. You're you're essentially saying that an apple a day keeps the doctor away for Byron Buxom. <laughs> I mean, that's kind yeah, of what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah eat some nice food. <laughs> basically. Okay, sounds kooky to me. I don't know. I'm, I'm team. I'm I'm with uh, Nikolai. I'm team Buxton this year. Hope he stays yeah. healthy. But you, in these leagues, you got you got to have some balls. You can't just uh, you got to have some balls. If you're if you're if you're, if you're playing to win your league, okay. But like you're playing a main event with fifty. Does that mean 50. that you don't have Mitch Haniger? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I don't have much Mitch Mitch Haniger or Garver. Okay, I see what you did there, Bjorn. Yeah, he had uh, he had a uh, 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 testicle injury the other the other year. So Nikolai, um, what are some of the what are some of your most owned pitchers? Yeah, you know pitchers. Um, you know, well, it's funny. I got a lot of brash and fab, but um, I think a few other ones that I got just cheaper guys. Right, was a big Tony Gonsolin guy. Uh, like you said, Pavetta. You know, basically was free. Um, there was a lot of things in, in his underlying stuff last year that was fairly promising, you know, just for a guy going at that price range. Um, and I don't know, Gonsolin just been one of those, those guys I've always felt like 
you know, he could just break out that team, obviously great team. Uh, last year wasn't great, but he, I think it was mostly because he was hurt. Um, typically he doesn't struggle with walks as much as he did last year. So we'll see with that rotation though. Now, you know, I don't have as much faith with what Heaney, Tyler Anderson's there. Um, I just don't know, you know, will he still, will he be in the rotation for sure all year? Uh, you know, obviously if he pitches well to, to get out of the gate, I'm sure he will, but, um, you know, those are two, I think that I, I had quite a few shares in, uh, or try to target in most of the drafts early on. Right on. So what I did, what I did, and we'll, we're going to get into jeopardy momentarily, but, um, I looked at, uh, velocity and pitch mix, uh, and I know it's a very, very small sample size. All, the, all these players have had like one start. Right. Um, yep. And I looked at it. I didn't look at the, the these mix changes uh, versus last year. I looked at them versus the end of last year, so the last two months. And I want because, for example, just throwing a random guy out there like Bailey Ober. Everyone's in on him because he he already showed his improvements over the last two months last year. So if you look at him versus his whole season, it's going to be mixed in with all the beginning of like when he was first called up, like I think mid season and. His it, all his changes happened last year, so I don't want to compare now to like all of last year. I want to compare to the most recent sort of segment. So I compared to the last two months, and I don't know. That's 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 just what I chose. And I'm looking at all the people that all, all the pitchers that um, really increased their velocity. So I'll just go down a list. I'll list not all of them, but these are all, these are everyone that have a very um, very um, significant increase, um, be it at, at the threshold to a mile per hour on their fastball. So far this year, Carlos Rodon, three, 3.6 miles per hour increase. But I think that could also be playing into the fact that he was down at the end of last year. Right. Yep. So that's sort of like, that sort of defeats the purpose of what I did, but he's a, he's a one-off, right? Mitch Keller, 3.1. Um, that's been well-known. Jorge Lopez. Yeah, I just, I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm not in on the Keller hype. I, I know he was, you know, the, the, the internet went nuts with the videos, right? He's, yeah. He's hit 99. And Darvish, um, right? Everyone loved Darvish. Yeah, like I new. saw you tweet that video. And it was funny because it's like, yeah, that looks sweet. But a reminder, you know, he had some inconsistencies last year. And the He's first old. game was against the awful Diamondbacks. Nicky so. Steph, old, injury prone. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm out on him. And, you know, you, you could look at fucking Kyle Hendricks do that. And it's going to look amazing. Right. Yeah. If you have a great camera angle behind all play, all pitchers. Yeah. It's, it, it does look sweet, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Keller, you were saying. Yeah. I just, I'm not in on, you know, it's great that he's throwing hard, but I think I saw some stat the other day. I can't remember who tweeted it out, but isn't his whip like the highest in baseball the last four years? I mean, it's like 1.4 or something ridiculous. Um, it's cool that he's throwing hard, but obviously there's a lot more too you know, being a successful pitcher and just hitting 98. So. Right. So another guy, the next guy on the list is uh, Jorge Lopez, the, the quote unquote, is he the closer for the Orioles 2.9 up? Yeah. Lopez, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know he's the closer on a, on a bad team. I don't trust him. I'm not going to be putting any bids in on him anywhere, but uh Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, what you, what your thoughts are, but that's just, the, just not a bullpen that gets me too excited. I don't really um, have any thoughts. I know somebody pointed out to me that his last, last year stats, I don't know if this person wants me to say his name, but last year stats, like as a relief pitcher were really good and now his velocity is way up. So uh, something to monitor, right Bjorn? 
As a hall monitor, you know I will be. Okay, good. Um, Dylan Peters on the on the Pirates. He's up two point two. Yeah, I don't know. So is he someone that you know? I know you're in a lot of DCs. Is he somebody that like you targeted at all? Or I can't say I have him on nope. I think, any of my teams. Nope, I, I did not. I'm actually going to, um, there's actually one guy that um, I'm kind of upset on this list. I'm not going to even mention him because I might be targeting him in fab. Um, I, I'll tell you after, because you're not, uh, you're not, I'll, I'll be targeting him in 15. So I'm not going to be getting him. I'm not going to be targeting, uh, targeting an OC. So I'll tell you after the sure. podcast, but um, he's a guy that I have nowhere and I'm kind of regretting him. And he, he just, he pops out in all of these VLO and mix. He has a new mix. He's got great VLO. Uh, really like him, but um, great podcasting by the way. Right. Yeah. Not tell, I'm not telling anyone who this guy is, but um, I'll go through hey. the rest of this. Um, to, uh, Ota- uh, Luzardo, up to you got money one. invested, man. I don't blame you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Um, Shohei Otani, two up. Tyler McGill, yeah. one point eight. Everyone knows Tyler McGill. Like, yeah, that he he's the guy that's really you know I feel like he, he took that first start right with the ground being out and, and and him getting that opening day nod. Kind of, you know, I think we all knew he had great stuff. Um, but the velo jump was pretty significant, right? And yeah, I think I heard something the other day. He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to hit 100, like, you know, by the end of the year, type of thing." So, um, yeah, pretty impressive so far. Obviously, honestly, I'm happy for the Mets fans because um, I like just Degrom and Scherzer. I don't personally like draft those guys that much, or I, I generally avoid those guys. But I'm happy because the Tyler McGill's looking really good, and like it's a lot of my favorite guys, like that I've met on from Twitter and stuff, are Mets fans. So yep. I hate, I hate shitting on the Mets, but like, I, I don't have to hear. I think McGill is like so good. I think he's going to be like, honestly, if we were redrafting, I would probably take him in round five. What about you? Ooh, that's a great question. I didn't put a lot of thought into it. Um, so for round five. Yeah. I mean, just seeing the way he's, he's clicking and like in you a, said, in the, a 15. It's hard to, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think without really diving into it, I, I would have no problem with that. Um, he was a guy, honestly, if we're be, he was somebody that I was debating on really targeting um, and, and have shifted to, to Gonsolin more, uh, you know, as I already mentioned, and obviously, you know, a couple games in, that doesn't look like the right call, of course, but. Right. Uh, so just keep going on. Yeah, actually, uh, Rick, do you have any thoughts on uh, Miguel? Where, where would you draft him this year? Uh, where would, where, sorry, where would you draft him if we were, where were to, if we were to redraft? Well, I've never heard of him, but a uh, simple question or simple answer from me. What team does he pitch for, Zach? <laughs> Mets. Yeah, no thanks. See ya. <laughs> All right. Um, next on the list is Spencer Howard. He's up 1.7. He's a guy I have a lot of, but he still doesn't have good results. Do you have any, uh, Nikolai, do you have any uh, faith in Spencer Howard? I don't. I, you know, I don't have a lot of great, uh, reasoning behind it i've just never been a spencer howard guy and i don't kind of need to see a little bit more i mean it's great to see the uptick but i've just never really been a huge believer uh so for me personally it just was a pass this year um but again you're in a lot more dcs i'm only i've only been in a few so um you know we'll see if it continues obviously it could be somebody to definitely watch in ocs if you know materialize a little bit better as this would be a perfect player to be on uh, shrimps gimps because spencer howard is going on the il is he yeah i just saw it what's wrong with him Ooh, a blister 
It's not really Doug Fister. Oh, nice throwback there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doug Fister sounds like um, Lexi might know him. <laughs> I bet she does. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, okay, Brett Martin, nah, who cares? Um, Spencer Watkins on the Orioles. McClanahan's up 1.6. Um, he looks uh, great, by the way. His K minus walks, pretty impressive so far. Yeah, Alex Wood, Merrill Kelly, Eric Lauer's up. Um, not good results, but he could be a guy that if, if he gets dropped, he could be interesting. Alec Manoa's up. Tanner Hawk's up about a buck or a mile per hour. And also Daniel Bard. Got to give credit to, to Shrimp for that. We did a main together. He was, Shrimp was like, Graham said, Bard's going to be the guy. He was right um, so far. Um, sliders. Let's look at the sliders. Um, the velocity. That's, I, I think the slider velocity, velocity is important. Jorge Lopez, again on the Orioles, up almost four miles an hour on a slider. Pretty crazy. Wow. Maybe I'm going to have to look into that more here when we get off, I feel. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into it too. I don't have any of them. I was getting the fucking Bautista guy at the end uh, at the end of DC season, like round 48, but that could be the wrong play. Um, Griffin Jacks is up three on a slider. Wendelkin. Um, Nathan Avaldi Nathan up two miles an hour on a slider. Otani again. Avaldi's the guy I, I think – I think at that price range, I regret not attacking him a little bit more, honestly, like the more I think about it, but yeah. I think he's just, he's got that, you know, wins by the way, which seem like impossible right now. Um, he just strikes me as somebody that, you know, pretty durable on a great team, not an ideal park maybe, but I think his, his below and everything, what 98 across the board, same as it was last year. Like I said, the slider um, I was watching the other day, looked pretty impressive. And I just think, you know, not a huge K per nine, but I think you can get to what 200, maybe a three, five, three, seven ERA with it. I think he has an underrated whip. And uh, I don't know, I think in that 130 range, he might have been kind of a steal. But yeah, he wasn't going there in the main events. He was going much, much earlier in the mains. Oh, was he? I guess I didn't even see where he went in mine, to be honest with you. But I don't remember where he went in all of mine, but I got we got him in one of them. The one me and Graham did together, we got him. I believe, okay, in, the eighth, nice. I believe in the eighth round, but I've seen people, I think Toby. Um, got him. I, I remember seeing one of his boards. I think he got him perhaps in the sixth. Uh, he was going in the sixth and the seventh for the, for, for the most part. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like Evaldi too. Um, I think there's others that were higher than me on him, but I think he was a nice safe player, safe play there. Um, Alex Wood, Drew, Drew Rasmussen, Tristan McKenzie, um, all guys up over a mile and a half on their slider. And I, I, and I think this is, this is a significant thing. Logan Gilbert's up. Luzardo, of course, Casey Mize, Rodon. Um, is Montas on that list? But I saw he was using his more, and I didn't know if it was up, though, as far as velocity goes. I just um, – I can tell you uh, he's not he's not on the list, but I can pull – No, up. that's fine. I was just kind of curious. No, I'll, I'll look at him. Uh, hold on a second. Um, let's find him. Because I was looking at, you know, his splitter is, you know, obviously the pitch for him, if it's clicking, uh, it makes him super effective. And I noticed that he, I think, was using his slider a lot more. I didn't see the – so his oh. velo is down a half mile an hour on the fastball. And he's down 2.4 on the slider. Um, oh, it's down? Okay, okay. But, but is he, he, was, am I wrong? Was he using it more? Uh, hold on. Split fingers up 10%. Um, slider, um, he's using it, he's using it 2.6% more, which is not significant. Oh, okay. Never mind. But, but, but he's... Um, his fastball, he's using his fastball left, but he's using his fastball left, but less, he's using his fastball less. Sorry, Rick. Um, and um, it's, but it's mainly translated to more splitters. 
yeah, that that's his pitch. I mean, he's he should just was he somebody you you were on at all this year or? Well, yeah, it wasn't off him. I don't have like he's not one of my guys. Like I have I have some shares of him in DCs, and I took him in the first main event that I did. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm I got some like just having him in a main event is a lot of exposure. So yeah, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, no, I I think he's he's good. I mean, that team is maybe awful, but I think he's pretty talented pitcher for sure and i think he could definitely repeat what he did last year what do you think about mize and scuba i i've Not that they never been these, they didn't show up on these lists but yeah i've never i'm a little different i i believe in mize and i i don't have really great reason to back it up i mean obviously big prospect it's kind of this big guy just strikes me as uh he throws splitter a lot too right um yeah, I believe so. Um, but out of the two, I, I, I you know, I would have been more bullish on him than, than Scooble. Um, Scooble just seems to be prone to get just rocked more, more than I'd like to see. But then he has those flashes where he, you know, well, he'll strike out 10 in five innings. Um, so I just, he scares me enough where I, I don't think I have one share of him. Uh, you know, I think Mize's profile just, you know, this year and long-term, I, I would prefer, um, you know, I know people are freaking even about Matt Manning uh, the other night, which I wasn't that impressed by the start. I, I don't think he had a lot of swings and misses and stuff, but I know he, what he was scoreless against the Red Sox. So. Yeah. So why in, in this short sample, his velo is up particularly on, particularly on his slider up 1.4 miles an hour, but he was using, okay. a sli- but he's using his slider less in that one start. Again, it's one start. So it's really hard to. Yeah. You know how much of stuff. Wasn't a good start. Wasn't a particularly good start, but maybe if the slider's up in velo, maybe you should start using it more, not less. I don't know. No, for sure. Um, did you? What do you have a preference, or did you target one more than the other this draft season? I started liking Scuba a lot near the end um, when he, he's okay. looking great. Uh, but I do the, uh, the the main that I did with. Um, I think I have Scuba in two of the mains, and I got um, I got a lot of Scuba, and then I got I got Mize in the one that I did with Graham. And um, I got, I have more exposure to scuba than Mize, but I, I like both of them. Good park. Sure. Uh, what else was I looking at? I was looking at, um, how did I fucking sort this? Did you look at guys that were down at all too? Or were you? Yes, I did. Um, but Cause I um, think that's kind of interesting too, with uh, some of these earlier guys, right. That are struggling the uh, what Bieber's the Ray is the Ureuses of the world that are down pretty significant. Yeah, so let me look at that for a second. So let me just finish the up. So curveball, Daniel Lynch is up like 5.6 miles per hour on his curveball. It could be that he just threw like a, a small amount of them. Mitch yep. Keller, Otani, Gilbert, Rodon, Mize, Darvish. Those are your usual suspects. Evaldi, up. They're all up. Um, and then you have – then you have a – then what I did was I sorted just to, just to um, finish up the positive ones – I looked, at the, I looked at the guys that were up at least a mile on their fastball and slider and had a pitch mix change. I know it's a small sample, but Otani was one of them. He was up on both and he threw his curveball like 11% more. Um, Rodon had the, had the increases on both and he was so, and he was throwing a slider 13 or 14% more. Um, there's the guy that I'm not going to mention. Luzardo, same thing up on both. And his, he was using a slider 16.6% more like, Man, he seemed like unhittable. Like I just, I'm so happy I have him. And then yeah, McClanahan, yeah. McClanahan was the other one. He um, basically um, 
substituted uh, a curveball for the slider, and he's up over a mile on both uh, the slider and fastball. Yeah, he's impressive. I love watching him him pitch, McClanahan. He's I think he's going to be super special. All right, so down. I'm just I'm, I'm just going to go through the fastball um, velocity down. Um, yep. I don't see Urias there. So if I if I'm if I'm missing anyone that you um, that you think should be on here, we'll 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 check them up. We'll check them on the, on my grid. Uh, make sure, sure. the working. Kopex down three miles an hour. Wheeler's down two. Pavetta's down two. Romano's down two. Lorenzen's down two. Gallegos down. Scott Barlow's down. Um, uh, Waka and Fetty, two guys that popped up on this. Like I, I did this before the season, and Waka and Freddie were two guys that popped on me for their mix mix and velo changes. And, and I, they, sorry, no. And you're you're a Waka guy, right? Because I think uh, I saw yeah. you mentioned that you had a lot of yeah. And I liked him in DCs too. The few I did, I did like targeting him. Uh, I did target him. later. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember um, for, uh, first uh, when I did a DC with Phil, and he took Waka, and um, I, I, he took him like late and I'm like, I should have been in on him on that one. And um, I didn't get in on him because of Phil, but I did this mix chart change and Waka was the guy that popped the most. So I got on Waka and he ended up being my most owned player um, uh, throughout the DC season, but him and Fetty popped on that chart, but both of them have taken steps back sort of like they both normalized back in terms of their velocity, at least um, uh, Burns and Cease are down, but they're, but there's, but they, they throw so hard anyway. It's, it might not be as significant. Kenley sure. Jansen's down, but what? How much? How much is he thrown? Bueller's down. Gosman's down. Um, again, this is just a very small sample size. But Urias is not there, so let me search him. Yeah, I thought I had looked at it the other day because obviously he had a bad first start, right? And I was kind of curious what happened. And I thought I saw that he was down close oh. to three miles an hour. Did you want to have sex tonight, babe? What's up? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Good After the White Castles, we'll uh, Rick, you're not on mute. Watch TV Rick, and have Rick, sex. Rick. Yeah. Yes. You're not on mute. Shit. Did it again. I'm sorry about that, boys. It's okay. Are we still on the air or what's going on here? Yeah, we're still. No, I know he, he was I, just looking up Urias. I'm just looking up Urias and we'll. Um, so he, yeah, he was just one. I think um, I found interesting with some of those guys going in that, what, 30 to kind of 40 range, you know, him, Bieber and Ray. Cause I know Ray had an awful start yesterday and I'm pretty sure he was down pretty significant. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, we got some, yeah, sorry. My, my chart died, didn't update properly. Uh, it, well, it did, but it, it just missed a couple guys because the bottom, uh, the bottom of it didn't. There's just, there's just more, there's more players. So I'll fucking edit this part out. Anyway. Fascinating. Yeah. So your Urias is down two and a half. Robbie Ray. Yeah. There's a couple guys I missed that were that didn't get that didn't show up there initially because my fucking chart wasn't fixed, but now it is. So yeah, down is Kopech three. Carlos Estevez is down. Julio Rice is down two point three. Robbie Ray down two point two. Patrick Corbin down 2.1. That's bad. Pivetta's down yeah. two. Wheeler, Presley, um, Lorenzen, um, Luke Weaver, Fetty, Waka, Manaya. 
Yeah, I'm an omen eye is down. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I know he's had pretty solid first two starts, but obviously it could be more to yeah. that. But yep. And let's see if I missed anyone on the um on the increase side. Um, the only guy that I would have missed was Urquidy is actually up 1.3. Which is good for him. I mean, a guy that obviously does not throw that hard, but he's, right. he's more of a weak contact guy. So that's, that's good to know. Yep. So that's a good one. Um, yeah. Did I, I just want to see if did I miss anything else that was significant because the Heaney's throwing his slider a lot more. So are you a Heaney guy? I'm, I'm, I'm anti Heaney. I always have been, but uh, I get attacked sometimes. Uh, that I'm, I'm missing out on this uh, massive upside of, of, you know, this guy where it's going to click. And I, I just don't see it, but maybe I'm missing something. Me, I'm yes or no. I'm a volume Heaney guy. If I was in, if I was a normal person and doing like five drafts, I would not be a Heaney guy, but I have shares of him just because of like, I wanted him in some of the DCs. He's a guy that honestly, I'm not, I don't think anyone's really sure about him. I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. Phil is, maybe Phil is, but. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he took I, him. I think he took him in my main. Yeah, I think I saw that, but um, I'm not sure. Um, I like I like to have some exposure on him because all the peripherals seem good, but it just never works out for him. So he's a guy that I'm honestly not confident with, but I'd like. Um, I think the um, I think the range of outcomes merits some exposure, especially if you're doing this volume of leagues. For Is sure, sort of like the, the Byron Buxton of of no. pitching. No, Byron Buxton could be the best player in baseball. Andrew Heaney could not be the best pitcher in baseball. Oh, yeah, I just thought he gets injured a lot, but yeah, uh -oh. I guess so. I guess, yeah. Like, I think there's three guys that could be, could do what Buxton does. Like, Buxton, Tatis, and Acuna. Like, when healthy, those guys are just like – like they're, they're Right. They're better than anyone. Like, it's for a fa think... from a fantasy perspective. Like, better than Soto. Soto's not going to steal like those guys can. Do you think uh, Robert falls in that category? I mean, he's run – a lot. I wasn't sure how much he'd run. We know he's pretty athletic too, and he's already got what four steals. Mm -mm, yeah, you're right. I think he's the fourth. I agree. What about yeah. Stephen Kwan? <laughs> hey, fuck that guy. No, I know everybody's jerking it to him right now. I just, I don't know why. I don't know either. Rick's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, Bjorn, are you jerking it to Kwan? Uh, uh. In my teacher's league, it's a points league. Uh, he he's uh, he's incredible. So he's in, he's in he's in your points league points league spank bank. Yeah, he's he's the man. All right, do you want to do, do teachers to, league? Christ! All right, do you want to do Jeopardy, guys? Hell yeah, let's do it, boys. Let's do it. All right, all right, let's pull it up here. Share my screen. All right, I'll pull up the chat. Whoever buzzes in with the number one gets to answer first. So I'll, I'll tell you the categories. The first category is Matt Williams, the analyst. The next category is Rick and Maggie. Uh oh. The third category is Mike Curland. The fourth category is Janet Scooterol. And the fifth category is Nikolai Knutson. So, okay. I will explain the categories when they are chosen. We will give our guest of honor, Nikolai. Oh, yeah. Nikolai. Ooh, I get to go first here? Yeah. I, I, Bjorn, is Nikolai, did you add this category again? 
Yeah, I snuck in the category at the end. I'll explain it when it's picked. Okay. All right, so Nikolai, you can go ahead and you have control of the board. Ooh, a lot of good options here. Um, you know, I'm going to go Rick and Maggie 500. Make it Rick and Maggie four five hundred. We'll take that off the board. And do I need? Hey, do I need to get Maggie out of the room, boys? Up to you. These are people who love. Gotcha. So wait, honey. Can you go get me? Go downstairs. Give me three of the white castles in the freezer, and I'll take a Coors Light today. A nice tall Coors. Anytime. Thanks, babe. All right. Continue. All right, so Rick and Maggie is the category for 500. These are people who love combo meals. So home runs oh. and faces together. Is that Jesus age? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, catch hell. All right, so the question is, and you can all buzz in here. Um, this player just did a combo meal today. Ooh, oh, hang on. Nikolai, you buzzed in. Kalanick. You are correct. So that is 500. Good start for Nikolai in Jeopardy. You now, now have- Zach, are you gonna are you gonna define to the audience what a combo meal is in the fantasy baseball sense? Okay, so yeah, I glossed over it. Yeah, a combo meal is when you hit a home run and steal a base in uh, the same game. It was coined by the ESPN podcast, which um, RIP no longer exists. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It, yeah. I, and I love ESPN typically. They have great coverage of everything and are really sports centric. Yeah, it's great. I love ESPN too. Amazing, Good content. Amazing network, amazing, um, amazing <laughs> fantasy um, app and um, great people there. And um, yeah. I sense zero sarcasm. Okay. Well, you, can, you have control of the board. Ooh, I, I'm going to keep rolling with Rick and Maggie here. I'm going to take the thousand. All right. So again, these are people who love combo meals. These are home runs and stolen bases on the same in the same game. This is the only player to supersize his combo meal this year, meaning he had two stolen bases. Oh my goodness. This year. All right. So we had Nikolai in first, and then we have Bjorn in for if Nikolai does not get it. Ooh, I think I just said his name a little bit ago. I think uh, it's, I think it's a Luis Robert. You are correct again. You are on fire. Bjorn, were you going to say that? I, I was going to guess uh, Lindor. I, I think he only had one steal, though, with that homer the you, other day. You are correct. Good, good job, Bjorn. That, those are the only three players with the combo meal so far this year are Klenic, Lindor, and Luis Robert, Robert Lubob. So what do you guys like? Is Nick Lubob's like the top five player going forward? Looks like it. I mean, yeah, he looks pretty great. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was high on him, but I'm really impressed so far. Uh, you know, obviously he had a little injured last year, right? Yep. Down the road here, uh, right down the road, actually, from Maggie and I's trailer, we have a friend named Lou Bob uh, here in West Virginia, and uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll, I'm not sure. Go ahead, Lou. I'm surprised you only have one friend named Lou Bob. Well, I only really have one friend here. I, you know, I, I was born and raised here, but it's a small town here, uh, odd West Virginia. And yeah, Lou Bob's one of our boys. So they go on Friday nights. I kind of want to meet Lou Bob. Maybe we should get Lou Bob from West Virginia on this show. Exactly. Uh, well, I'll stop you right there. He's a deaf mute. Uh, so <laughs> he can't. He's not able to really uh, converse or anything like that. 
Jack is a door now. Okay. Okay, Nikolai, uh, you got control of the board. All right, let's go. Uh, ooh, Mike Curlin for uh, five hundred. Let's go there. All right, I'm gonna get in trouble for this one. Okay, these right, are so you guys got like a, a. You guys have a real beef, or is that just? I feel like I see some interaction. No, it's not real. We're we're good friends, but like. Um, okay, I thought so, but just... like it, uh, I'll roast him like a friend. Like I'm gonna do right now. He said he said no more. He's, he doesn't want me to do it, but I'm doing it anyways. Again, um, so these are people who are overhyped and like okay. Like Curlin's doing good shit. Like I give him, I, I bust his ball for the spring training lineups, but like the actual lineup stuff and, and his, I'll plug his um, SK playbook. He's actually doing really good things. You should join his pro Patreon. I'll, I'll um, plug that. Um, the stuff that the stuff he's coming out with is good, but I'm saying he's overhyped because I'm listening to like the athletic podcast and they're just like all, they're all over his fucking cock. Curlin. They're like um, jazz Chisholm's like he pointed out jazz Chisholm's batting ninth, like in the spring training, like, what is it like a fucking magic eye book where he's like, Curlin's like putting his face up to the lineup. He's like, Oh my God, jazz Chisholm's batting ninth. Holy shit. Like obviously jazz Chisholm's <laughs> batting ninth and fucking, who is it like Mando or Ian Collins? Like they're fucking blowing their loads over that. But that's, that's, that's the joke. And it's a joke for Curlin, but he's actually doing really good work in um, I'll say that seriously. Um, yeah. I've heard about the pods. He does a good job. No, you know, my good. mom always said, uh, it's not very good to be jealous, Zach. And, you know, <laughs> I think maybe what it is, is that you're just not doing the kind of expert type of work that Mr. <laughs> Curland is doing in The Athletic. And here you are with this podunk podcast, <laughs> you know, with this Bjorn dipshit. That said, I love you, Zach. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, Zach, no, I think he's on to something there. You, you're, you, you got me, which we already discussed, you know, what 30 follow i think i'm up to 32 by the way um yeah nice yeah i, th I think you guys are right who followed then, you tanner bell followed you and poplin followed i'm not you. even sure to be honest with you but and then from me you're you know sounds like you might have even lowered the bar bar a little lower going to lou bob so i'm just saying maybe it's <laughs> more about you i don't know i don't know it's who knows so where were we all right curlin mike curlin so um okay this player is uh, on one of the worst teams for fantasy was added in 19 main events with players spending nearly half their budget. Hmm. This week, this past week. Hmm. Great podcasting here. It's from dead air. Yeah. I was okay. Say I'm a, Bjorn and then Rick. Bjorn. Some... I, I can't remember the player, but I know Hebrew League added Hebrew, 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 Hebrew League. Is that like um, the Jewish like softball league? Uh, yeah, he added them in like six weeks, but I'm going to time out here probably on, on my guess. Yeah. Okay, Rick, you, uh, Bjorn, you just timed out. Rick, do you got a guess here? Yeah, I, I think I know what it is. It's uh, Pirates catcher Roberto Perez. No, that's incorrect as well. So you're both negative 500 for both of you. Nikolai, do you have a, an answer? Here? I, I feel like this isn't right. I'm just trying to think of the big bids last week. And I know Heverling was big on Josh Lowe, but I don't know. For some reason, I was thinking of somebody else. Yeah, you got it. That's right. Okay. That, uh, he was, yeah. Yeah. I, were you in on Lowe? Did you get him or did you stay off for the, the I was bids? generally off. I think I got him in one league. Um. um but yeah, like all of my bigger leagues, I didn't get him. I wasn't willing to spend the money. Did you? No, I didn't. I mean, I put bids in on him, obviously, but I kind of expected, especially in the OCs, I wouldn't. And then I had no idea what he would go in the mains. I think I had a bid in for 250 and obviously he went for 
double that. So, yeah, he, I, I underestimated what people were willing to spend on him. I think I went just over 200 at times, maybe around 200, maybe sometimes in the high 100s, but he was, I wasn't even close. I just like raise, like, I know he's playing every day. So that's, yep. that's, that's like, that's good for the people that did get him because he is playing every day at least. Um, he's struggling like the rest of those um, rookies, uh, yeah. rookies right now, but it's still early. Um, he could be a good buy, but like, do you think there's going to be similar players that come up on waivers like him throughout the year? Or yeah, that's he, what's tough, right? I mean, I think, I think he's that's... head and shoulders above everyone else that's going that potentially you could add. Yeah, I think I get people's reasoning for going in on him, right? I mean, like you said, uh, playing every day, they seem to trust him. Um, good pedigree. He could be what 2020. Um, and to your point, how many of those possibly are coming around, especially in a 15? So, um, if you're going to take a shot and kind of look for a difference maker, right? Um, you know, I, I doubt too many other guys are going to come along that have that possible skill set, but. Right on. Yeah, no, I think um, I'm willing to risk um, getting someone that might be close to what he does later in a month or two than spending like I, too much money on him. I, in my backup, I took uh, Siri actually in Houston. I know he's not possibly playing every day, but I got him for way cheaper. And I do think he's somebody that, you know, obviously has some flaws, but if we're talking about somebody again, that has some power and speed combo, um, I'm kind of big on him, honestly. Cool. All right. Well, you're sweeping the jeopardy so far. Why don't you just pick another category? All right. Let's go curling for a thousand. All right, let's do it. So the question is, or the answer is this player's main event ADP shot up to 68 over the final four days. His DC ADP from March 1st onward was 232. Is that you, Nick? Nikolai again? I don't already. No, that was you. That you buzzed in from last time, so no one's buzzed in yet. So again, this guy's ADP was sixty-eight in the last four days in the main event, but it was like two hundred thirty-two in DCs over the last month. Rick Poundstone is buzzed in. Yes, I'm going to go with uh, Julius Rodriguez. I'm going to have to ding you on the pronunciation for that. <laughs> what? His name's not Julius. Anyway, there's no Julius Rodriguez. Yeah, because I thought they call this is the guy they call Orange Julius Rodriguez. Like that's his nickname. Technically, I, we're gonna have to go to our judges on this one. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna say you're incorrect. I can't buy a damn point. Anyone else? I mean, I'm rooting for Rick. So I, I mean, I'm probably playing it. You know. The, as the guest here, but I, you know, I, I'm going to let it slide. Um, okay. You want, want to give it to Rick? That's just me. Okay. So we'll give Rick the answer. It's Julio. It's Julio oh, wait a minute. Oh, Bjorn, just chimed in. Oh, Bjorn's chimed in. What, do you have a, do you have a response? Are you muted? Are you like Lou Bob? Are you deaf mute? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was on mute. I'd like to buzz in and guess Julio Rodriguez. <laughs> that is fucking guy. That is correct. That is correct. So we'll give Bjorn the points there. Well, well done. What do you guys? Thank I guess you. We, I, I I knew it all along, and yep. We've already talked about Julio Rodriguez, and um, yeah, we got to get Rick the name pronunciation guide. I, if that exists and you're not just telling fables, then yes, I'll, I'll certainly talk, take Talk to um, Chris Baseball Pods. He has one. Okay. That's what I'll do. Okay. Write that down, hon. 
you following baseball baseball pods? Because he, if you need the name pronunciation guide, give him. I've a follow. always wondered how to pronounce uh, Yelich or oh. Yelich or or Yelich. Crispin, Crispin Yelich. Yeah, that's him. Okay, so Bjorn, you've you've control of the board. Uh, I'd like to go with uh, Matt Williams for five hundred. Okay, so this category is about people who are blocking the superior talents because well, he blocked you guys, right? I think he did block me. He yeah, blocked, I don't he blocked Rick and Bjorn. I heard so, like they're the superior analysts. So, um, yeah, so people that are blocking superior talents. I've yeah, learned a lot I, from. I... Go ahead, sorry. No, I've learned a lot for both of you. I mean, you guys mentioned Volgabach, and I was just peeking at my phone. I think he had a home run. So look at, I mean, I'll be damned. Wow! Right after saying. he, uh, right after he shot one into, uh, now never mind. <laughs> had to uh, had a little more pep in his step today. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling right. frisky. Oh, okay. the The answer is a first round pick in 2014. This dude is 0 for 10 so far this year with a 211 career batting average yet has enormous stolen base potential in the nl central rick uh the big lebowski incorrect negative well you you said you had put an emphasis on dude i didn't know <laughs> if that was a uh, clue <laughs> no no it's a baseball player like an mlb player first oh. round pick, it was the big it was big lebowski a first round pick in 2014 and you said he was oh, NL Central? Yeah. Ooh. Um, Nick Senzel. Oh, sorry. I didn't buzz in. Did I? I'm breaking the rules. Yeah, no, it's not Nick Senzel. Negative 500 for you. Rooting, rooting perfect. Oh, I'm losing points. Oh, shoot. Yep. It's not Nick Senzel. And remember, this guy's blocking a superior talent. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Okay. Bjorn. Uh, Lorenzo Kane. That's incorrect. The answer we're looking for is Newman. No, sorry. Cole oh, blocking Cole, no, Cole, Cole, Cole Tucker. Cole Tucker. Yeah, blocking blocking Cruz. So Cole Tucker, what do you what do you think? What do you think Cruz is going to be up? And do you have any faith in Cole Tucker? Because my good friend Lenny Melnick really loves Cole Tucker. He thinks he's the next next uh, Ahmed Rosario. Really? Yeah. Huh. I guess I don't have the optimism on Cole Tucker. I mean. Um, I've heard other people be on him too, but I guess I'm just assuming Cruz is going to be up sooner rather than later. But um, I think I, I saw that he was running in, uh, in AAA quite a bit. I think he had three or four steals already since he'd been sent back down. Cool. So you Cole Tucker you? definitely has a uh, strange haircut. Isn't he dating someone famous? He is. Yeah. Who's he dating? Um, Cardi B. Uh, I don't think it's Cardi B. I think it's like Vanessa Hutchinson, I want to say. Yeah, that sounds familiar. All right. So like stuttered. Excuse me. Never mind. All right. Um, who's got control of the board? I think I do. I'll go uh, same category, Matt Williams for a 1,000. Okay. Again, people that block, consistently block the superior talents. Um. This guy that everyone considers shit because he posted a sub 700 OPS last year across 184 plate appearances 
posted a 31 home run, 101 run, 107 RBI, 293 batting average season in AAA in 2019. But he's blocking one of the top raw talents in the game. Hmm. Top raw talents in the game, he says. What do you think, Con? Man, I uh trying to blank here. Um, yeah, this burger is good. So this guy had a hell of a season in AAA in 2019. 31 home runs, almost 300 batting average, 100 runs, 100 RBIs. But he's been pretty crappy in the major league so far. Sub 700 OPS, blocking. One of my favorite talents. Ooh. I'm going to chime in. Okay, Rick. I'm going to say uh, Alex Baum. It's good, uh, good, uh, good guess, but wrong. Did you see what he said? Well, I'll let this go first. I don't have a guess on this one. Yeah, sorry. I'm drawing a blank. I don't have anything either. The answer is Jose Rojas on the Angels who's blocking Joe Adele. Did you guys know that Jose Rojas had that good of a season in AAA? No, I had no idea. That, that's good. He was a guy I was taking on DCs last year because of that season in AAA. Now, I hope he gets sent back down to the minors. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. And then, Rick, Rick, were you going to say that uh, Bomb was uh, calling out the Phillies? Yeah, he said, and I quote, he said, I fucking hate this place. Um, after he made you edit that I out, think, you can't say fuck on the air. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess I, well, I just made more work for myself. I thought but, this was um, a kid show. <laughs> well, there have been kids on it a couple of weeks ago. We had to dispose of some, but uh, yeah, um, he made three errors and then said he hated Philadelphia, Philth- Philadelphia. Um, interesting. What do you boys think? I think Philly fans are uh, passionate and a little nuts, and yeah, I'm sure they can get to get to any of those guys. Especially, he's been struggling quite a bit. I saw they gave him a standing ovation the next day. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, they made, they made the up cheesesteaks. All right, who's 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 got control of the board? I think it's. Um, I still do. Okay. Uh, I'd like to to honor our guest Nikolai by selecting uh, his category for five hundred. Okay, not son. Yes, and this it. category is tall blondes. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, where are the questions? Okay, well, I see it. All right, so this is about tall blondes. Okay. Uh, this pitcher now hits about 95 miles per hour after living at nearly 98 miles per hour pre Tommy John, and he is super tall and blonde. Brackets, long hair. Okay, Nikolai. I was in first. Oh, but... so, sorry, Rick. I, I missed that. My 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 apologies, Rick. It's uh, Th- uh, Thor. Uh, George Thorogood. <laughs> Nikolai, do you want to give it to him? I mean, what? he got the nickname right. I mean, I don't know about the name. The name's way off, but. <laughs> okay, Ricky, you got, you got it. So you, you got control of the board. I won. Yeah, you got a, you got a point. You got a point. 
I think that's the first one I well, no, I think I've done it one other time. Yeah, let's let's go. Well, let's go with Mr. Nutson for a thousand. Okay. Again, this category, Bjorn has given me a question. It's about tall blondes. So far, this player's BABIP is 143. No surprise, as he's posted four consecutive years of sub 250 BABIP with amazing height and blonde hair. Hmm. Amazing height. I have the answer. It's not amazing. It's he is tall, but he's not. Jeez. Uh, Very Euro too. So he's sort of Bjornish. Kind of get well, I won't say that. Um <laughs> does anyone want to buzz in? And how many years has he played? How many years has he played? I don't know. He's had well, he's played more than four years, but he's had he's, the last oh. four years he's posted a sub two fifty Babbitt. He's got a Babbitt okay. problem. Gotcha. I think he's probably played like maybe six or seven. Maybe six. Is he an everyday player? Pretty much. Huh. He's very Euro. What do you think he means by that, babe? Hmm. I'm drawing a blank. Okay. No guesses here. Bjorn, any guess for your um I don't want to give away the answer. I'll let you do it. Okay, the answer is Max Kepler. Ooh, okay. Oh, I love it. He's from Germany. Yeah, he is. And he has blonde hair. I wouldn't have known that. I Honestly, I don't know. Bjorn made up this question. Does he have blonde hair? I don't think so. Dirty, dirty blonde? Way to go, Bjorn. <laughs> Let's Google him. Google it. Who's got control of the board while we look at this? I do, I think. I, right? I, we might have to fact check that. I'm, I'm, I'm fact checking this right I, now. I think he's got dark hair. I might be wrong on this. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he does. Uh, leave it to Bajorn to totally foul up the whole segment. Yeah, he's got like, it's not dark, dark, but it's like brown. Yeah. It's, it's brown hair. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, yeah. Uh, yeah I, <laughs> Jesus, no wonder. Uh, yeah, I think I've got it. So I guess I've only got one choice for category. I'm going to go Janice Soprano, uh, and we'll go for 500. Okay, Janet Scutero, like Marco Scutero. Um, oh, these are unnecessary additions, like um, like as in like like unnecessary fab additions. So like like NBC Sports Edge, like adding people unnecessarily. Oh, sure. unnecessarily. Um, all right, so okay. five hundred. This middle reliever was added in thirty-seven main events this weekend with an average winning bid of fifty-three dollars, according to Gecko Industries. Again, this Rick, this middle reliever. I'm going to say George Valhalla. No, no, Jorge Alcala. No, that's incorrect. Damn it. Does anyone else have a guess? Tyler Duff. Correct, but, you, but you've already answered wrong. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean... Bjorn. What do you all mean? Bjorn, Bjorn has chimed in. I would like to guess Tyler Duff. <laughs> can I? Oh, hang on. Can I, can I steal here? With yeah, you, yeah, you can steal it because the, it's not Tyler Thanks, Duff. guys, for helping me through this one. I think it's Tyler Duffy. 
That is correct. And you know what the hell? Uh, yeah, now, now you have control of the board, and well, it doesn't matter because oh my we're down God. to the we're down to the last question of the show, and we're gonna end it off with Janet Scutero for one thousand. Again, these are unnecessary additions in Fab because unnecessary addition to NBC, you know, not necessary. Okay, so this the the answer is this definite not full time closer was added in eighty two online championships this weekend with an average winning bid of $34, according to Gecko. Huh. Can you say it one more time? Again, it's an unnecessary addition. This definite not full-time closer was added in 82 online championships, so 12-team leagues, this weekend with an average winning bid of $34, according to Gecko Industries. I buzzed. Go ahead. Tony Santa. <laughs> yes, you're correct. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> he means Tony yes. Santa. It's Tony Santalin, right? Tony Santa. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, you'll give it to you. That's a thousand. So nice job, right? You basically said, Rick, you're, pu- you're plus. Proud of you, Rick. You're plus a thousand. Thank you. Bjorn, you're zero. Nikolai, you win. So Nikolai wins, wins Jeopardy. Congratulations. I'm glad you came on the show. I'm glad you won. You have now more than 26 followers. Um, um, I know, right? I can't wait to tell all my friends that I won Jeopardy. And Yeah. And, you, can, you, can, you can thank your brother-in-law, Arnie, for asking me to let you on the show. He said you got to come on. And um, I guess you guys listen, so that's great. We have the same interest, so it was great meeting you. And uh, Yeah, no, this has been really fun. I appreciate you, uh, you know, letting me come on and uh, – just talk some some fantasy baseball and uh, play Jeopardy, of course. Meet uh, Rick Bjorn. Been an honor. It was. It was been nice honor. meeting you. I hate that I have lost to the cute guy again uh, on Jeopardy, but you know things happen, and uh, yeah, it's been nice meeting you, Mister Nutson. <laughs> that nailing the last name too. I, I love it. I'm just gonna make sure everybody calls me that going forward. Just own it. Thank oh. you. Again, talk to Chris Baseball Pods if you want the pronunciation guide for the NFBC players. Um, I'm not good with name pronunciations, but um, I'm glad to meet. I'm glad to meet you, Nikolai, and I wish you luck in your leagues, except for the two OCs that you're with me in. And um, I will uh, tell you the name. I'll, I'll tell you the name of the player that that's uh, the Velos up, and I'm probably going to be on him in 15 team leagues, not ROC, and I'll just bleep it out to the, for the audience because I know they love it. The name is. Okay. Okay. Nice. Big mix change and um, Velo's up across the board. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get him in any DCs. Rick, did you get him in any DCs? One. I have him in one, and I was very pleased with what I saw the other day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll have to look into him a little bit more when we get off here. So. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks, guys. It's been fun. All right. Thanks, thanks, Nikolai. Nice to meet Thank you. Thank you. And thanks, uh, thanks for coming on the Draft Champions podcast. You can follow Nikolai at something that I don't know. How do you how do you how do you follow him, Rick? How do you follow? Yeah. Someone, how do you follow someone on Twitter? Uh, I believe with Tweeter, um, what you need to do is you need to uh, talk to Elon Musk, and they will lead you into the direction uh, you know of who you need to find. So Elon Musk has taken over Tweeter, and uh, that's where we're at. How do you find Elon Musk? 
I have no idea. I you can follow Elon Musk at Elon Musk. Elon Musk. It's just his name. Oh. So give, give him a follow. Is he, how many fo- Oh, he's got a lot of followers. Wait, he's got a few more than I do. Elon Musk is a man. Is that the one with the TV show? The, the, the that's the blonde, right? With the TV that show. That angry minion. Yeah. No, I don't think that's uh Ellen Degenerate or something. I don't. Okay, I'm getting. You should I'm... sell a perfume called Ellen Musk. That would be probably a hot commodity. <laughs> you know, I don't like you, but that had a good ring to it. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That's a great way to end it off. Okay, Draft Champions Podcast. Nick, Nikolai Knutson, Bjorn, Rick. Thanks very much. Ending this. Yep.